Last week on Let's Talk Supply Chain, we had two brand new episodes for you. The first was episode 37 of Blended, and I was joined by another panel of inspirational guests to talk about the different things that men and women have to think about in the workplace. From what you wear at a trade show and time out for motherhood, to job applications and complicated power dynamics, there are a lot of challenges that we need to tackle and solve for women before we can truly level the playing field. It was a really interesting discussion, and it may well surprise a lot of people. In the second of last week's shows, we kicked off another brand new four-part mini-series. This series is in collaboration with industry heavyweights, Wise Tech Global, And in the first episode, we took a deep dive into one of the industry's hottest topics, visibility. What does it mean and why is it so important? What impacts are we seeing on the industry after several years of heavy investment? What are the barriers to achieving true end-to-end visibility? And what exactly is WiseTech doing to break down those barriers? We tackled all those big questions and more. I loved it. And I can't wait for episode two in the series. If you missed either of those episodes, plus our regular Monday episode, go and catch up over on Let's Talk supplychain.com on our YouTube channel or anywhere else that you subscribe to the show. Our regular Monday episode was 365, Blended was episode 366, and WiseTech was episode 367. Let's Talk Supply Chain is not your average supply chain podcast. We feature not just the top of the industry, but also diverse voices from within the community, new innovations, and the disruptors making waves in the industry. Don't listen to the same old, same old. Be sparked by new ideas and fresh perspectives only on Let's Talk Supply Chain. Ready to empower the people and improve the processes that grow your business? Esker's AI-driven solutions make it easy by delivering greater speed, strategy, and security across your entire enterprise. Visit esker.com today and learn why Esker is used by finance, procurement, and customer service leaders around the world as their trusted global cloud platform. Esker transform the way you work. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Let's Talk Supply Chain. Before we begin the show, I'm going to ask you a question that relates to today's topic. According to Statista, what percentage of supply chain companies are already using blockchain? What do you think? Is your organization utilizing this technology? Let me know your guesses over on social media and keep listening because I'll let you know at the end of the show. So today, I'm joined by pioneers in blockchain tech implementation that is transforming how organizations, information, and people operate and thrive. They're an exciting brand helping to push us all into the future. But who are they? Well, I'll reveal it all after the poll of the week. So the question we asked you, what is the biggest challenge in modern supply chain management? We had over 300 votes and 57% of you came back again and said demand for forecasting. So anybody listening to this, demand forecasting is something that supply chain professionals are finding the biggest challenges in their jobs currently. 16% of you said sustainability, 15% of you said transportation and logistics, and 13% of you said inventory management. 
Steve, Steve Ferreira says training. It's training. Here's my logic. About 10% of all logistics and supply chain members here on LinkedIn are in new roles under two years. This means that thousands upon thousands of people use their native knowledge in practicing their version or level of supply chain prowess. James, in my view, it's government with unexpected changes to rules, regulations, geopolitical problems, new fees, taxes. It's one of the sources that causes the most chaos with the least amount of value. And James, I just did an episode with WiseTech, uh, their mini-series, episode two, about compliance. You might want to go and check that out because we do talk about that and how there are platforms out there that can keep on top of it for you. Well, thank you so much to everybody who weighed in on the question of the week. Remember, Remember, we ask one every single Wednesday morning across our Instagram and LinkedIn. So if you want to be featured on an upcoming episode, make sure to be part of that conversation. Now back to today's episode and which marketing leading tech company is joining me today? Well, it's KNNX, formerly DLT Labs. They are a global leader in the development and delivery of enterprise blockchain technologies and solutions, as well as pioneer in the creation and implementation of standards for application development. With a track record in innovation and one of the world's largest pools of highly experienced blockchain experts, KNNX, formerly DLT Labs, enables the transformation and innovation of complex multi-stakeholder processes. And it's Peter, VP of Freight Solutions at KNNX, formerly DLT Labs, that is joining me for the show today. Pete's passion is providing financial supply chain solutions through modern technologies such as blockchain, IoT, and AI that allows all parties in the ecosystem, from shippers and carriers to 3PLs and brokers, to realize value from trust, visibility, automation, and operational efficiencies. And I have to say, it's a passion I truly share with him. Now, Pete will be telling me all about KNNX, formerly DLT Labs, and what they do, bringing the benefits of blockchain to supply chain, using technology to facilitate collaboration and solving the challenge of visibility and information sharing for organizations. So welcome to the show, Pete. Sarah, what an honor to be here. Thanks for having me. I am Pete Gallenlock with DLT Labs, uh, VP of our freight solutions. Awesome. And I'm so excited to have you here. I mean, we met back in January and I feel like it was years ago. I don't know about you, but this year is just, I don't know. <laughs> it seems to be completely flying by. Blockchain, you know, is not something I've talked about a lot. And I have so many questions because it has applications in banking and healthcare. But one of the huge areas it has the potential to help revolutionize is supply chain. There's been some people who have tried it. It, right? And I think it's a really exciting prospect. So I'm looking forward to hearing how DLT Labs are helping to make that happen. So let's start by talking about blockchain, because as I said, I have quite a few questions. For those who aren't sure, what is blockchain? Sure thing, Sarah. I will try not to be too technical, but <laughs> yes. it is a technology. So uh, <laughs> here we go. In yep. simplest terms, Sarah, blockchain is a digital ledger where information is stored in blocks um those blocks every time there's a change to the data it mm -hmm. adds a new block and they're connected in a chain so hence uh the word blockchain hmm. um 
data is decentralized uh, on the network. So there is no centralized data store that adds for, um, it allows it to be uh, repli replicated, right? So uh, enhanced security features through that. It's harder to, to hack and uh, uh, distributed ledger technology. I want to touch on it too. It's a broader term for okay. various uh, forms of mm -hmm. decentralized uh, uh, ledgers of which blockchain is one of those forms. I think the value that uh, blockchain brings here is, um, well, one of its core values is, I, I mentioned it earlier, once information is uh, added to uh, the chain, it cannot be changed or tampered with. Mm -hmm. So that adds security to the platform. Yeah. It has enhanced transparency, yeah. uh, traceability, and the reliability when it's a decentralized uh, network, you know, if one node goes down, you still have access to the data and it keeps uh, running. Um, I think I should mention to Sarah the difference between public versus private uh, blockchains. So public blockchains commonly uh, used in cryptocurrency, mm -hmm. of which obviously the most uh, talked about and well-known is Bitcoin. Yeah. Uh, enterprise uh, solutions are more typically on a private blockchain, which is hmm. only authorized users to that network uh, are using that solution. And they provide the authority for uh, what information gets added, whereas public, it's market driven, decided uh, what information is added to the blockchain. Does that yep. help you out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a really great explanation. And I, I appreciate that. Now, we were talking about blockchain a few years ago quite a bit, right? Um, but I think the conversations have kind of dropped off. I think you've also got some uh, people in the industry who are like, does blockchain help supply chain? Are we really going to be able to get everybody to bring information together in one spot and do some information sharing and things like that? I think that issues around economy, ongoing topics like visibility have also dominated the conversation more than blockchain. So what are your thoughts on that? Why do you think that that is that, you know, um, we haven't really been hearing too much about it recently and that people are a little bit on the fence? Sure. Uh, a, I don't disagree. Uh, <laughs> the economy has taken certainly a front seat, um, as it always will, you know, with its impact on, on supply right. chain. Visibility, you're absolutely right. It's been an ongoing topic uh, for many, many uh, years. And uh, that's one of the keys that blockchain helps support, though. Um, blockchain is healthy, Sarah. Okay. So organizations have done... Proof of concepts, you know, three, four years ago, starting off with proof of concepts, they've learned from them. Okay. And now it's a matter of, okay, we've, we're taking our learnings, implementing those to add valuable solutions uh, okay. using blockchain for the supply chain. Uh, we'll see more and more uh, of it going forward. But yeah, and it's a com combination of technologies right you're not mm -hmm. going to deliver everything all on one you know technology you've you've mm -hmm. got to combine technologies to realize benefits from multiple things uh to really add value in Absolutely. my opinion so what does that landscape look like um between blockchain and supply chain at the moment um 
Well, as I said, it's it's healthy for sure. We're going to see uh, blockchain enhance the use of the data. There are many, many systems, visibility in particular, you know, provides the visibility. But what are you doing with that data? Mm -hmm. Um, Are you making the data actionable and performing business decisions, preferably in real time, based on the data that you're receiving? Or do you need a team of consultants to analyze that data and then make decisions for how your operations and how you structure your business going forward in the future, which could be months or even years before you realize the value of that data? Hmm, interesting. And we're all talking about how to use that data and turn it into actionable insights. So where does DLT Labs fit in? Like, who are you? What do you do? How do you help your customers? Sure. Thanks for asking. Uh, DLT Labs, we've developed a platform that we can rapidly develop solutions for supply chain on. We focus on supply chain solutions. That's where we've put our focus for. Um, Our solutions are in freight invoice processing, whether it's domestic, over-the-road, truckload, less-than-truckload, intermodal. Um, We have a solution for small parcel uh, as well. And um, crowdsourced partner uh, deliveries for last mile delivery as well. We're also doing tracking of precious minerals from uh, mines to uh, client and, you know, um, proving the location and uh, authenticity of the location as well as quality of of that mineral going to it. Um, It's a collaborative network. Mm-hmm. for supply chain solutions uh, that enhances trust between parties, really. When you um, provide that visibility of one set of data that p- and provide, more importantly, provide the integrity of the, the authenticity of that data, mm-hmm. then you start to build um, value and trust between your partners. No longer do you have shippers looking in one system, carriers looking in another, um, and questioning why do things not match. Right. Um, we, yeah, we configure business rules um, on the platform uh, in the form of smart contracts, uh, which is a term in, in blockchain that uh, is used widely. Um, and that ensures that both the shippers and the carrier's business rules are combined. Uh, and uh, complied with. Yeah, adhered to, I was going to say. That's it. That's it. Thank you. Um, Awesome. And we integrate uh, with shipper systems, carrier systems, um, 3PLs. So you need a lot of people uh, often and different organizations uh, to get a make a successful supply chain. So when you provide that visibility to all of the parties that need access to that data or contribute to that data, then you're enhancing the value and, uh, you know, making the processes uh, work much more smoothly and efficiently for them. Yeah, I had somebody come to me the other day and ask me for a platform that could help them with traceability. Um 
in their supply chain. So I might have to hook you up with them later. But these are some of the things and some of the questions that people are having when they're looking at their supply chains. They're looking at it as a competitive advantage. Now, talk to me about your customers. Who are they? Are they only enterprise level? I mean, you've got some pretty (laughs) big names over on your website. So talk to me about who your ideal client is. Yeah, absolutely. We we do focus on enterprise solutions and customers. Um, from our freight and DSD solutions alone, you know, we have a network of shippers, uh, their carriers that are providing service uh, to those shippers, and but not only the carriers um, through our DSD direct store delivery solution, we have the front end vendors or suppliers of those products that are going on shelves at stores and they all interact with the platform they're all either providing information into it mm-hmm. um, so that that information is available between parties they're agreeing on the information and it's allowing them to uh, process their uh, shipments uh, supply chain processes uh, more efficiently uh, at any given time, we'll have a thousand plus users uh, on the wow. platform providing that information. The majority are integrated with us through APIs, but uh, we do have a portal that users will access uh, for and and uh, smooth things along. Okay. Uh, primarily, our focus is North America, um, but to be honest, our clients ultimately pull us where their need is. Um, As an example, we have a client in uh, Thailand, which we are doing the um, tracking of consumption of aviation fuel and the invoice processing for them as well. So lots of different things. That's a big job. And there's lots of data coming in and out of your platform, especially with a thousand people all at once. So, um, you know, from invoicing and payments through to contract management and e-commerce, your platform can do a lot as I was doing some my research before this particular episode. So let's take a closer look at DL Freight because you recently launched an upgraded system. And I think it's tackling the complexity of supply chain. So talk to us through that solution what it does, and the benefits. Yep, absolutely. So DL Freight is an invoice processing solution. Um, we, it, It's a collaborative network for freight. Uh, we integrate with the shippers, carriers, 3PLs, uh, and receive IoT data uh, to enhance the data, make that data actionable, and, and make drive decision, business decisions uh, based on the data. Uh, let me give you an example. Um, wait times when a driver arrives at a store. It's 4 a.m. It's a bread delivery at a store and no one is there to open up the loading docks. We know the arrival time through IoT data, uh, departure time. Uh, and so we send notifications to that store for them to go back to the loading docks, open up the loading dock, allow that driver to unload, continue on with their route because they will be going anxious to get to their next window of delivery at their next client. Um, And then with that data too, if there is a wait time charge warranted, we are aware of it. We can approve it for the, on behalf of the shipper. Um, So we're automating and making that data actionable to the point where the minute a driver leaves 
their final delivery stop destination, that invoice is not only ready to submit, but it's been approved in real time throughout as the event uh, occurs. Uh, so does that help you with what we're doing? Some of the activity? Yeah, that helps me a lot, actually. And you're eliminating some of the frustration from a driver standpoint and then also from the office standpoint as well. Because I remember when I was in operations, I mean, it was international freight. But I remember, you know, you can't really invoice the client until it actually hits Canadian soil. So I would be invoicing once it hits Canadian soil, but it's all manual, right? So I would have Mm -hmm. to remember oh yeah, you know, it's hit Canadian soil. Oh yeah, it's time for me to invoice. Whereas if I had some automation (laughs) happening and that milestone happens and an invoice is automatically sent out. And of course I was doing each line manually too. So (laughs) I think that would have made my job so much easier. Without a doubt. It's all about what we tried to do is automate and provide an efficient solution uh, with very accurate data for our clients. Um, I'll give you another example of um, our direct store delivery. It's Mm -hmm. really a store uh, receiving scheduler. Mm -hmm. So when you think of all of the vehicles that are arriving at a store, whether they are internal fleet or third party directly from vendors, Having that schedule, visibility to that schedule on a weekly calendar base, uh, but then having the profile of the store. How many loading docks does the store have? Is Uh does one of them always have a uh, a DC trailer backed up to it collecting pallets? So really, in reality, there's only one uh, loading dock at that store. So. Being able to optimize the schedule and reduce the conflicts of too many trucks arriving at the same time Mm -hmm. uh, reduces the, um, you know, wait times for Mm -hmm. the drivers, allows them to continue on with their daily route. uh, And then it just enhances the ability of those receivers to receive, knowing, you know, to the point of a profile of the store um, when can frozen be received because they, we don't have enough freezers to receive right. X amount on a daily given day and all of that. So um, that's just another feature that we have added uh, for some of our solution sets. Well, and that ROI is not only money. I was talking to somebody the other day. The ROI isn't always cost savings. It can be time. It can be efficiency. And that's what you're talking about is across the board, you're providing an ROI to each person in the chain for what they need to do on a day-to-day basis, which I like. Now, I also want to talk about DL Asset Track because this is a solution that supply chain organizations really are looking for. You know, So talk to us about that. How is it different to competing platforms? And how is it solving the challenge of visibility and information sharing for organizations? Right. So Asset Track is the platform. Um, and then the solutions that we've developed on it, freight, e-commerce, last mile delivery, direct store delivery, track and trace, those are the solutions that we've developed on it. As we develop new solutions, they're simply modules, uh, add-on modules for a client that will look and feel exactly the same uh, in the same environment. 
uh, it provides that collaborative network uh, for the freight users, supply chain users. Um, and the platform allows us to configure very rapidly mm-hmm. um, and integrate with uh, clients. So we developed the base platform to be able to provide this functionality that then we develop solutions on top of. Mm-hmm. Um one example in uh, our very first client uh, that we released to, we were in production uh, 61 days after the business rules were provided. We configured the business rules. How does this data process? And 61 day- days later, we were up in production with them processing invoices for them. Wow. Uh, so it's it's not a large ERP implementation. Right. Um, and then. Again, it's one thing to have visibility, Sarah, but really, what are you doing with that data? Are you performing business rules on it? And I think that's where we stand out tremendously is we're receiving data from many multiple different systems and many different parties that have, have a need to be involved in, in that uh, transaction. And we take that data, we make it actionable. People know the business rules of how this is being processed so that each and every transaction Mm -hmm. is consistent and adheres to their business rules. Not only the shippers, but the carriers uh, get value from that because it complies with their business rules. Mm -hmm. And they know that their invoice processing is going to be much more efficient with that client. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the invoice is going out, but also knowing that it gets approved pretty quickly for payment is also something that everybody is going to like. So a lot of this is really around collaboration. Everybody knows, you know, collaboration, or I always talk about collaboration being the future of business. And that's always the one constant of commerce, right? So globalization and technology have allowed us to do all of these incredible things. But you say that the challenge is that companies were made to work together, but systems weren't. What are your thoughts on using better technology to facilitate that collaboration? For all of those people worried about, you know, AI and advancing technology, is it actually essential? Like, can we collaborate effectively without some of these advancements? Well, one would think so, uh, Sarah, but quite honestly, (laughs) uh, freight audit and payment solutions haven't changed a whole lot in, in decades. Um, you know, the intent with any new technology is to improve efficiency, mm-hmm. provide value. There are numerous technologies out there providing visibility, AI, analyzing the data, but you always need to determine what's the business uh, case that we're trying to solve for mm-hmm. and what is the value that is being brought by this technology. Um, you know, the the technologies are advancing. So integrating with those technologies, I really think that um, the application of multiple technologies together and the ability to bring them together and use them in a combination mm-hmm. uh, is what will uh, really move us forward with value ROI to clients. Yeah. Well, and I also think that's the nature of blockchain, right? It's to it's the exchange of information. It's bringing all parties together so that you're mm-hmm. all creating value from the information that's getting exchanged in that platform. So, I mean, they're kind of one and the same, right? 
Absolutely, Sarah. Yeah. All right. So you talked about onboarding a little bit earlier. How does a client go about working with DLT? Like, what does the partnership look like? I know that when I talk about technology, some people are thinking in their head, you know, how much IT resources do I need to have available to integrate this? And, you know, this is a great thing and I want to be able to work with them, but it's probably six months away because I just don't have the resources to do that. So talk to us about what that looks like. We have those conversations all the time all with the uh, time. <laughs> pr- prospective uh, clients, and we offer a uh, proof of concept, uh, which, you know, we offer multiple options to it. How integrated do you want to be? Uh, we have some clients, Sarah, that are, we're connected to five plus different okay. systems, uh, at whether it's their TMS, ERP, uh, Salesforce, et cetera. Um, you don't have to go that heavy. And in fact, you don't have to go integration at all. So um, a POC we uh, can recommend can be up within uh, several weeks Okay. and process historical data uh, that you have. You provide the data to us and we will process it. Now, uh, they may even have IoT data that is available to use for that processing, we would simulate here is how you processed on your current uh, uh, processes or solutions. And here is how you would process on the DLT platform. So we're not a large ERP TMS implementation. Our benefits are realized within measured within weeks, not quarters and even years. Uh Our Philosophy has always been don't change the daily operations of shippers, carriers, brokers, 3PLs out there. They've made investments in their TMSs already or their ERPs. So when they're integrated with us, their daily operators are working in the systems they've always been used to. And they're just communicating with us back and forth behind the scenes in real time. When they make an ad to their TMS, we receive that and then we, um, you know, calculate and make calculations to an invoice, perhaps, uh, if it impacts the calculation of the invoice. Hmm. Uh, Yeah, it's it's simply a hub for the data to be visible and trusted. Right. Um, give you an example for carriers too sure. you know we primarily integrate with transportation carriers uh with their tmss via apis um, we can uh, do an edi uh, integration but our preference is certainly apis because of the advantage of the newer uh technology communication protocol um, we can help those carriers with an integration but we have had carriers simply use our documentation and integrate with us and done their testing in two weeks time two weeks. Uh, with, with two weeks with their uh, uh, TMS. Yes. Amazing. We, we were, we were quite honestly very impressed uh, with that carrier. Uh, so we appreciate it. And it's one person at the carrier, you know, someone that knows a little bit about APIs mm-hmm. and uh, they, and knows their TMS and they integrated with us in that two weeks. Some carriers choose not to integrate. It all depends on the volume that they're going to process on the solution. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we provide a portal uh, for them, and onboarding to that portal is 48 hours or less, right? Um, 
but they still find value in it yeah. because if you serve up a, a draft invoice for them that all they have to do is review is my line haul correct is my fuel <laughs> surcharge correct maybe i need to add an accessorial charge okay i can do that easily with a few clicks of a button yeah and then is the total invoice correct to what we're expecting it is so i submit this invoice easy ah click click and get paid <laughs> I love Very it. Good. And I also like that there are several levels, right? I think one thing that you said, and I was writing it down, is meeting your client where they are from a technology standpoint. It sounds like that's what you're doing at DLT Labs, right? You've got different offerings depending on what the clients want to be able to do, but you're also meeting them where they are and just helping them to enhance what they're currently doing. Sometimes with technology, we get a little bit carried away and we're like, we need to change your whole process. And that's where everybody's like, no. <laughs> um, and so I really like the fact that you have, um, um, focused on that. Now, one of the growing concerns is around cybercrime. I know that cybersecurity in supply chain is a huge conversation. It was in the top three threats to supply chain, I think, at the beginning of 2023. And I think that the transparency of blockchain sort of presents one possible way to tackle it. What are some of the other opportunities within blockchain that supply chain could really benefit from? Right. Yeah. Um, well, for one thing, the distributed nature of uh, blockchain with its data replicated across different uh, nodes, it, it uh, you know, enhances that security, makes it harder for hackers to, uh, you know, access the data. And then, of course, everything going across a blockchain network is uh, encrypted. So it, it is a good, secure solution. Um, and then other areas opportunities for blockchain uh it's being used in healthcare uh for you know patient records ensuring the authenticity uh, of those um it's being used to secure iot devices mm -hmm. i think we'll see more and more track and trace uh opportunities for blockchain uh the in agriculture uh you know farm to fork applications without a doubt we are seeing those now the traceability absolutely right. mm -hmm. and then esg uh compliance is okay. a prime area for blockchain uh you know tracking uh, emissions everything like that and um you know it's all once again sarah i'll go back to the integrity of the data mm -hmm. uh is critical for these there there are you know um companies out there that are tracking their carbon emissions etc but uh, a lot of that work is very very manual still mm -hmm. so can you receive information from different inputs and then automate the reporting of that um that that's where where i think we'll we'll say things go well, and I also think from a sustainability standpoint, I mean, people are hesitant to get started. They're hesitant because they don't know how to get started, but they're also hesitant at the time and money that it's going to take to be able to implement some of these ESG goals, sustainability. And so I think what you're what you're talking about is great because we need to take out those barriers to entry. And one of those is being manual. And if you can use the technology for both 
you know, internally in your business to create efficiency, but then also use it to lean on for those ESG goals and those sustainability, you know, processes and things that you want to put into place, then I think it's going to be a lot easier for people to wrap their head around how we move those sustainability plans uh, forward, right? Uh, excellent observation, Sarah. And in fact, it, carbon emissions tracking is a byproduct of our freight solution today. So it it came along, um, you know, as as you know, just a hey, it's there already. So perfect, awesome. So as it grows and as DLT continues to pioneer in the space, what do you think uh, the coming year or so is going to bring for technology, maybe blockchain and its application across supply chain? I know you just talked about a few use cases, but I'm sure there's more forward-thinking things that are going to come out that we're going to see within the next year or so. Talk to us about that. Right. Uh, We'll definitely see more and more uh, applications, solutions, taking advantage of of blockchain. Um, You know, we've talked about enhancements with other technologies, um, and we'll see enhancements with those technologies, but then how do you use them together to look at chat GPT. Uh, It was launched to the public November 30th of 2022, not even a year ago. And how many people are using it, right? Mm -hmm. But in addition, there's at least half a dozen new, um, you know, chat solutions, tools out there that would be arguably better than chat GPT. So we're going to see advances in technologies, Mm -hmm. but the real challenge will be integrating them. Is there uh, a standalone solution technology that provides that ROI? Or do you integrate these technologies as we're doing, pull in information from many, many different technologies, apply those technologies to automate your business, to make business rules that you can trust uh, and have uh, compliance with uh, the way you want to run your business operationally. So I really see technologies being combined and and used uh, a lot going in the future, Sarah. So exciting. I can't wait. Now, last but not least, what does the future hold for DLT Labs? I mean, don't spill all your secrets. But maybe give us a hint as to what you're working on. Sure, sure. Thanks, Sarah. So extending our solutions, um, you know, to process more modes. Uh, we have on our air, uh, on our map, roadmap to do ocean and air cargo. Okay. Um, like I said earlier, uh, it's our clients will pull us where their needs are. So uh, that is an ask of us. Uh, we're launching this fall an insights solution uh, for enhanced BI analysis for our uh, clients. Awesome. Um, we'll be providing this fall as well a mobile app for the smaller carriers, owner operators, to allow them to efficiently uh, and very easily submit an invoice and the required documentation uh, to their brokers, uh, to, you know, process those invoices. So, you know, it's one thing when you have a trusted partner, a a large, two large organizations working together, but when you, you know, start to broker out shipments and it's a owner operator that doesn't always do those normal lanes for you, then Mm -hmm. there's, there could be, uh, more requirements for them to provide the information to, Mm -hmm. to trust it. Right. So we're going to make that very easy for them. 
Yeah. And I think from a supplier diversity standpoint, too, like if we're looking to work with some of those small to medium sized carriers and bring those into the fold, we do have to make it easy um, and accessible for them to be able to participate so that we can work with, you know, more diverse suppliers. Yep. Yep. Without a doubt, Sarah. Thanks. Um, Finally, something I'm really excited about. um, We'll see more real time visibility. Uh, to enhance the integrity of the data that we're receiving in our platform, you know, providing further trust to the partners that are using the solution um, and just simply growth, Sarah, expanding our freight network without a doubt. So I know you've been growing so much this year. Congratulations. So supply chain is truly at the point of transformation. Disruption and chaos across the industry has solidified the importance of things like visibility, agility, and collaboration. Yet in a lot of ways, we're struggling with the application and integration of technology to make those things really happen. But blockchain can truly have, it truly has the potential to facilitate digital transformation of supply chains in a safe and secure way. So it's not a part of your strategy now. If it's not a part of your strategy now, it's time to start paying attention. And you're in safe hands with DLT Labs, the global leader that is solving complex processes and pulling together expertise and innovation to make transformation happen. And did you have a guess at today's big question? Well, at the top of the show, I asked you, according to Statista, what percentage of supply chain companies are already using blockchain? Well, it's 10%. I personally think that number is a little higher than I would have guessed. So what about you? Well, if you want to find out more about DLT Labs, check them out at their website, dltlabs.com. A massive thanks to Pete for joining me today and to the team at DLT Labs for making this episode happen. Thanks, Pete. Thank you, Sarah. Enjoyed it. Did you know that the average cost of losing an hourly supply chain worker has reached $19,607? And that recent research shows that 77% of hourly supply chain workers are considering a job change in the next three months. This could have a huge impact on your productivity, bottom line, and culture. Workstep is helping supply chain companies to better engage their distributed hourly workforce at scale. Understand the true reasons behind their workforce turnover and take actions to make positive changes and reduce attrition. Workstep has successfully helped many companies reduce their frontline worker turnover by up to 36%. Visit workstep.com to learn more. If you would like to hear more from us, we have plenty more content for you featuring the best and brightest in the industry. Head over to letstalksupplychain.com to check out the latest. We also have a filter bar on our uh, pages so that you can filter to find the content that you want. Or you could even use the search bar because if you have a supply chain challenge, we've most likely had the solution on our show. And remember to come back later this week for episode two of our Wise Tech mini-series where we'll be talking all about the complex topic of compliance, cost, risk, 
customs, and the growing danger of cybercrime. We'll be diving into all of this and revealing the true cost of compliance. You don't want to miss it. And then, of course, we will be back next Monday with another episode that you are not going to want to miss. If you enjoy our shows, there's a few ways to support us. You can follow us on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook. We're also over on TikTok. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel at Let's Talk Supply Chain and subscribe to our newsletter over at Let's Talk Supply Chain.com. You can also find some really cool merch for that supply chainer in your life over at Let's Talk Supply Chain.com under shop. And if you're looking for cutting edge resources on innovation and trends across supply chain, if you want to hear about best practices from some of the top leaders in supply chain in a variety of different categories, and do you want a place where you can meet month to month with peers? Well, we have that place for you. It's the Secret Society of Supply Chain. It is three peer groups for everybody in the industry. The first one is the Supply Chainers. It's exclusive content and exclusive access to some of the content from the influencers in the industry. Plus, it's a great way to connect with other supply chain professionals in the industry. Next, we have our Woman in Supply Chain monthly meetup. That's right. We are going to get together virtually once a month, professionally facilitated, small cohorts so that we can come together on a regular basis and support one another in personal and professional development. And third, we have the Creative Room. This is a monthly meetup for marketing professionals in supply chain. That's right. You're going to be able to get together on a monthly basis to share and learn. We've got experts that are going to be coming to speak to the group. We've also got potential clients that we are going to do ask anything, ask them anything's with. So you are not going to want to miss out on any one of these groups. So head over to letstalksupplychain.com on the homepage and pick the membership group that is right for you. And if you'd like to be featured on an upcoming episode, head over to Apple Podcasts and rate and review the show great week everyone thanks for listening and remember ship happens